Hello, and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, the place for parents who need to catch a break, have a laugh, and learn along the way. I'm Bree James, and today we are chatting about couple time. It's easy as a parent to forget about your relationship with your partner as you focus so much on raising your children and it's an easy trap to fall into. But joining us today is a qualified relationship therapist, Julia Noland from Whole Heart Relationships. So her aim is to help you develop the relationships you deserve with your partner, friends, family and children. So today we're focusing on your romantic relationship though with your partner and the importance of couple time. So let's get her on Zoom. It's time to get to class. So it's easy as a parent to forget about your relationship with your partner as you focus on raising children, but this is a habit that can affect your relationship long term. So joining us today is qualified relationship therapist Julia Nolan from Whole Heart Relationships. Now her aim is to help you develop the relationships you deserve with your partner, friends, family and children. So today we're going to focus though on the romantic relationship with your partner and the importance of couple time because... I know as a parent of two boys, couple time gets left last. It's sort of like dead, dead last. I think you even spend more time doing walks down the path with your dogs than something you do with your husband sometimes. So can you explain, Julia, what couple time is and why it is so important? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So couple time, I guess the way I view couple time might be a little bit more than just what the term means so it's not just spending time together on the couch watching Netflix Um, or it's not um, spending time one of you on your phone and the other one answering emails on the laptop it's it is actually about um, kind of capturing those um, moments of experiences so it's that kind of having that you know that magical feeling of I'm being heard and I'm being loved and I'm being wanted by my partner it's it's the kind of um you know it can be those moments where you know the two of you are kind of hiding in the pantry eating the leftover easter eggs from your um, kids and laughing because of how kind of silly naughty um and kind of you know mysterious it is um so it's it's those moments. That's the couple time that are really important. Because we do leave it last because, you know, I don't know why, but it's really, really important that couples spend time together and quality time together as well. Yeah, I think we leave it last because, well, I guess, you know, if we look at the life cycle of a relationship, you know, um, we have two individuals who meet, they date, um, it's all exciting, um, <clears throat> everybody puts their best foot forward, um, you know, and then it progresses to, uh, it depends on which way you go, you know, you might move in together or you might get married um, and then somewhere you end up having kids. But what ends up happening is is this kind of um, parent life gets kind of dumped smack bang in the middle of of the couple life so the time that you had um from 
work to being with your friends to, you know, playing sports or doing your extracurricular hobbies, um, you know, and then couple time, all of a sudden you've, you've got to squash parent time in there. And, you know, parent time is huge. It takes up so much space. So we can't necessarily get rid of the, the workspace, the work time. We may give up a little bit of our, um, you know, playing netball on Wednesday night time, but a lot of it ends up being the couple time that kind of gets sacrificed for the parent time. And what's the impact on the relationship if we continue to do that? Because obviously I think, you know, there's a lot of families out there. We go, we've got to put the kids first right now. Um, while they're, you know, we've got to keep putting them first. But what can be the impact if we, if we don't prioritize yeah. that couple time? So I'm going to be a little bit controversial and say that, that um, putting the kids first is actually a myth. Um, and yes, I think it's, it's important to make sure that your kids are safe um, and they're healthy and they're being nurtured. But um, if the couple aren't good, then the family isn't good. Um, so I've worked as a um, family adolescent therapist and I've worked predominantly with um, adolescents. And what I noticed is um, while the adolescents were coming in because of drug and alcohol mental health issues, um, there was always issues happening in the couple relationship. So the couples went on the same page. They were um, resentful and angry of each other. You know, there wasn't the love there. Um, and so what I realised, what I started doing was flipping it on the head and actually working with couples first. So if, if you've got the two kind of pilots, um, so you've got the pilot and the co-pilot, or ho hopefully just equal pilots um, flying the plane, you want to make sure that their, their relationship is actually quite good. So it's important for kids to notice that, you know, mum and dad um, spend time together, um, that their relationship is strong, um, and also that um, the kids can actually learn that it's okay for mum and dad to leave and then also come back um, and for them to have interests outside of the family. Um, so... It, I guess it's also um, important because I guess the thing is, is that the grass is always greener where you water it. So if you want to make sure that your relationship is going to last until the, like the kids leave the home, you need to make sure that you are watering it. You're nurturing it. Otherwise it, it is just going to disconnect. Um, and when we disconnect, that's when we start having more fights. So, what can we do then to improve the quality of time spent together? Because you even, you know, as you said, the simple pantry snack together, that's, you know, those little moments do um, bring a bit of joy, but how can we improve the quality of time? Because often it's, it is that distracted time that we are together. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the thing is, is that it, it doesn't have to, it's nice if you can do like a date night um, but it doesn't have to be a solid amount of time. It, it can just be, um, you know, it can just be something small like 10 minutes each, so 20 minutes a day to actually kind of phones down, no distractions, and actually talk about how is your day, what is happening in your world. 
Um, so it's about creating that foundation of, you know, I know um, who your arch nemesis is at work or, um, you know, which family member annoys you the most. I know that, you know, um, your best friend is getting a, a bathroom renovation and you're jealous because you really want that as well. Like it's those are the kind of things that are really important to understand what's happening um, in my partner's world. So that can happen in just 10 minutes each a day. Um, and, you know, that can be done, um, you know, if you want it, but, you know, if you, well, it depends on how old your kids are, but um, if you know that your kids aren't going to wake up until, say, 7 a.m. and you get up at 6.30 and have a cup of tea together, even if that's just a ritual that you want to do once a week um, or you get up at six, if, if you can get up at six and have that cup of tea together before your kids get up, it can just be stealing those little moments together. It can be, you know, normally I walk the dog, but hey, why don't we both walk the dog together um, and have that moment to have that chat. I love it because, it, you know, a lot of us go, oh, we don't have any support. We don't have anyone to look after the kids or to get a babysitter. It doesn't have to be going out and having a fancy meal somewhere. It can just be that put the kids a bit bed a little bit early and having dinner together at home or, like you said, getting up early and having a cup of tea or doing some exercise together. Yeah, absolutely. So when, um, because I, I'm based in Sydney, so during the lockdown in like March this year um, and I have a toddler, so we were like, okay, you know what, we, we don't, we, we're not, we can't go out and have date nights. Um, it, we're all in the house all together all the time. So we had to start marking, you know, little rituals that kind of said, okay, it's the end of the day. Um, so at one stage, what we started doing, like on Friday nights is we were having cocktail hour where, you know, we were putting on Paw Patrol um or pepper pig and getting two glasses of champagne and just sitting outside and going right we have like 20 minutes um for this episode of paw patrol and so that allowed us just to sit there for 20 minutes and just to chat um and you know even if it, we allowed ourselves um to talk about you know everything except you know, um, the lockdown at that stage, like what was happening, how many cases. Like, So we kind of put that aside. We put aside, you know, the to-do list and actually just chatted about things and, and stuff. Um, and that was actually quite refreshing. It can be the simplest things really, can't it? Yeah. Because the other thing is, is that sometimes couples, you know, when they come and see me and I say, what have you tried to kind of rekindle that spark? And they say, oh, we tried date nights. How did that, and I would say, how did that work? How did that go for you? And they're like, oh, you know, it was okay, but. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, we think if we just go out to dinner, everything is going to be okay. But if you're, um, you know, if you haven't regularly nurtured the relationship and you go out to dinner, you might feel like I have nothing to say to them or you end up talking about the to-do list or you're, you're kind of feeling resentful about stuff that's happened before that, you know, they say something and you're like, oh, I can't believe you just said that. And the fight erupts. So that's why I think, you know, it is about those kind of consistent small moments throughout time. It's cultivating that kind of connection. 
So what about some tips? Because, you know, you mentioned there that you could be going out for dinner and you've got nothing to talk about. Um, so have you got any tips for people listening that, you know, maybe need some help and advice to go together cl- closer as a couple? Yeah, so um, I think that um, it's really important, you know, um, as I said, to, to think about the kind of smaller things that you can do consistently throughout the week. So um, there's a guy called Dr. John Gottman and he's a relationship researcher. And what he discovered was that um, there are two types of people. He calls them the relationship masters and then the relationship disasters. Um, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like, dis- I'm just going to say relationship masters and everyone else. Um, and what he realized, the difference was just six hours a week. So they were, and again, they weren't block hours. So the relationship masters, they did more, something more six hours a week than everyone else. And that was spending at least, you know, 10 minutes a day chatting. Um, it was spending at least five minutes a day being affectionate. So that's just like kissing, hugging, holding hands. How do you say hello? How do you say goodbye? Um, you know, it's, it's about thinking about the things that you appreciate about the other person and actually letting them know, you know, um, do you appreciate the fact that, you know, while you're busy um, making sure that the kids have had a shower and that they've brushed their teeth and they're in bed, that your partner's actually doing the washing up? You know, if your partner doing washing up, are you appreciating the fact that it's not your night to put the kids to bed? Um, so it's actually about kind of um, acknowledging those things. Thanks so much for making me a cup of tea. You make me a cup of tea every morning and I really do appreciate it. Um, thanks so much for, for wearing those jeans. Your bum looks amazing in them. You know, it's, it's those kind of things. Um, and then it is having, having the date night. But I think the important part is, um, again, first cultivating the small moments. Um, you know, it's the five positive interactions for every one negative interaction. So the more that you um, put positive behaviors. So, um, you know, that is the affirmations, that is the appreciations, that is the affection. The more you build those up, um, then when you do have your date night, uh, you know, you are more likely to have fun, to talk more about things um, because you are feeling more connected, you are feeling wanted. Um, and, so, and then it helps to also, you know, feel sexy or desired by your partner. So I think the first step for for people, um, if they want to cultivate more quality couple time, is to look at the little things that they can do consistently um, over time and build from there. There's always that compound effect, right? It can have the opposite effect too. So if you're doing those little things over time that are negatively impacting your relationship, they're going to add up too. So it's really good that we think about those little tiny, small, like making a cup of tea every day and, you know, that little tiny bit of appreciation. Those little things add up to something big. So, yeah, great insight. Last question from me is you've got a great resource on your website, um, wholerelationships.com, called Couple Cards. What are they all about? Yeah. Um, so I guess they were created because, um, you know, couples would say to me um, just, just that, you know, um, there is nothing to talk about or um, I already know everything about my partner. And so it can be quite dangerous when we start thinking about things like that. Like I already know what they're thinking. I already know everything about them. So I'm no longer curious about my partner um, because the, the, the 
best thing to kind of create that spark again is to have curiosity, um, but also to have variety. So when we throw variety in the, the mix, it feels fresh and new. So these cards were designed to help couples with that. It's, it's kind of a cheat sheet of doing that. And they're, they're designed as questions. So these are questions, you know, from anything from simply like um, what car best suits my personality um, down to, you know, um, you know, what are five things that I'm already doing that you wish I would do more of? So it's, there are different, um, I guess, depths and quality to the questions, but it allows couples to actually open up that dialogue and start talking more about, yeah, their values, what they need, what they want, what they appreciate. And then there are also um, tasks in there. So these tasks were designed specifically for parents, knowing that, you know, um, I we might not have the money or the time or the desire to book like that, you know, romantic weekend away. Um, so these are little things from, you know, reading the Sunday newspaper together to um, one card is winning a five minute um, shoulder rub from your partner. Um, so it's just little things like that, that kind of encourage couples to notice um, what they do or how they can enhance their quality time together. Love it. Well, thank you so much uh, for talking to us about the importance of talking, listening and having fun with couple time today. No problem. Thanks. If you're loving the Pack Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow Pack Mag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Pinterest. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? All right, I learned a lot on today's show. So like Julia said, couple time isn't just spending time together on the couch watching Netflix, okay? It's about capturing those moments and, and experiences. So those magical experiences of being heard, loved and wanted by your partner. Now, the second thing was that child time doesn't always have to come first. A happy family starts with a happy couple. And it's really important for kids to notice their parents spending time together, that their relationship is strong. It's important that our children know that it's okay for parents to leave and then come back. They're usually happier too. Um, and for the parents to have interests outside of the family, it's so important that our children see that. And remember, the grass is only greener where you water it couple time doesn't have to be a solid amount of time it could be 20 minutes a day with no distractions so it's really important to connect with your partner and find out what's happening in their world because it's the small moments that should be noticed so you've got to remind them of how much you appreciate them make them a cup of tea in the morning just be consistent it's the five positive interactions for every one negative interaction as well because the more you put positive behaviors uh, and affirmations out there the appreciation the affection the more you build those up, then when you do have that date night, you are more likely to have some fun because you're feeling connected and wanted as well. Remember, any important links can be found in the show notes and you can play all of our previous episodes through our website at packmag.com.au slash podcast. Uh, a big thank you to Julia Nolan for all of her amazing insights today. I'm sure she's inspired us all to get out there and uh, have some more quality couple time. And a big thank you to everyone else who's made the show possible today. Uh, until next time, happy parenting parents. And don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on PacMag. 
Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at pacmag.com.au. This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.